it's not easy to be in operations. It's not easy at all. It's high profile, but it's not, right? If you mess up, everybody knows about it. But if you win, nobody knows about it. And that's a really hard job to have. Welcome to the OpStars podcast. We host authentic conversations with revenue operations professionals running the show behind the scenes, holding things together, doing whatever it takes to innovate to solve problems, build processes, and manage the data to build a modern revenue engine that powers a great buyer experience. I'm your host, Rachel McBrarity. So welcome to the introductory episode of the OpStars podcast. I'm your host, Rachel McBrarity, the CCO of Lean Data. And the purpose of this episode is to give our listeners an understanding of what the OpStars community is all about so that you have some context for what to expect from this podcast. Today, I'm joined by Kimberly Gallitz, Senior Manager of Marketing Operations at F5 Networks and the 2020 OpStar of the Year. So thanks so much for joining me, Kimberly. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So yeah, I invited Kimberly here today for our first episode because she really represents our audience. And I want her to share her perspective on why the OpStars community is so important to her. Uh, Kimberly was selected for OpStars Award, the OpStars of the Year for 2020, in part due to her passion and contributing to the OpStars community. So first, I want to start by getting to know you, Kimberly. So tell us a little bit about your career journey and the work you've been doing at F5. Sure. So I actually joined F5 about two months ago, so I'm pretty new to that company. But I'm really excited because I got hired on to help clean up some Marketo architecture to work on visible architecture. And so taking all of the MarTech stack knowledge that I have and trying to combine it and help a company to scale and to grow. I have a fantastic set of coworkers. So I'm really lucky that I get to be a part of their organization and help them make this transition into scalable digital transformation that they're going through. Wow. I know you've been having an impressive career journey so far, so thoughtful about everything that you've been building. Let's talk a little bit about OpStars. Just for the those who are not familiar with the OpStars community and our mission, which is really to help revenue operations professionals like you, right, to learn and to help others learn so that they can grow in their career, right? And we're looking to accomplish this primarily by supporting ways to learn from each other, like having you on today to talk about some of the details of some of the things that you've been working on that you just shared. It's best practice just sharing, discovering innovative new strategies. And I also want to make a note that while I am the CCO of Lean Data, OpStars is an industry community that we support, but it is not a Lean Data user community. So I know there's sometimes confusion around that, but this is more uh, focused on problems that are larger than what Lean Data solves. So I'm just kind of curious, though, as a member of our OpStars community and a leader in our community, what does it really mean to be an OpStar? Yeah, that's a good question. So I think for me personally, it means being a part of all of that. So like you said, it's not just lean data. It's bigger than that. It's operations as a whole. And how do you join together with like-minded people that don't work in your org and problem solve and work through all of that? So to me, it means being a part of the journey that we're literally all on together. I mean, ops has been around forever, but I don't think it was really named the way that it is named today and highly recognized. So I think it's up to us to really blaze that trail and transform it into something great. So it means a lot to me to be on this journey with such smart people and great organizations. Oh, excellent. It is a 
booming career area. I mean, LinkedIn yeah. talks about the amount of roles opening up and just the all the attention we're getting. And you know, I think that is uh, it is a very exciting time. We've talked to you, you know, a bunch over this year as uh, giving advice and insights. And I, you had highlighted that there really isn't, you know, you can't go to college. There isn't a degree from ops. And so everybody's kind of learning on the job is an exciting time. What is really just your favorite part of being part of an ops stars community or a part of a community? Yeah, twofold, I feel. I don't think I, well, I, I know I couldn't be where I am at without a community of people like this. It's really hard to learn ops on your own. And I do feel like, at least for me, I thought coming out of college, there was this stigma that like you had to know everything. And if you were applying for a job, you had to meet all those qualifications. And that's not really how the world works. And it was breaking that in my own head and being like, I can learn things on the job that doesn't make me bad at my job. I just think it may have been just me, or maybe there are other people that struggle mm-hmm. thinking the exact same thing, but it's isolating, especially if you're a MOPS team of one or mm-hmm. a, a small MOPS team. So for me, it has been so great to meet other people and to kind of learn that. And then the other side of that is being able to give back because without the tremendous people that I've met, I wouldn't be where I'm at. And so I just want to help other people get to a place that they want to be and help them grow. And I am excited to do that through something like this community for OpStars. Excellent. And thank you. I mean, the community thanks you. We appreciate everything that you've been doing as well. As you think about your engagement and the things you've been learning, do you have like a favorite piece of advice you've gotten from the community that you feel has really impacted your career or a project? (laughs) A project? Oh gosh, there's so many, right? I think it has been less of a project and more just advice I've gotten, which is just go for it. I mean, that sounds so simple, but it's so scary sometimes to think, well, just do it. Just just do that project or try that thing or listen to that demo or go to that conference or whatever it is. It just feels big sometimes, but just do it. What is the worst that can happen? We all fail. If anyone says they don't fail, I'm quite sure that they're pulling your leg because it's it's just inevitable. So it's okay to fail, but it's best to fail and then learn and then move on instead of dwelling on it. So I think that's the advice I've gotten is just, oh, we all fail. It's okay. Or just go for it. And I think it took me a long time to take that first step. So if I can encourage anybody to take that first step, just do it, just go for it. That's excellent. I think that's such great advice in an area that has so much opportunity for innovation and is still being formed. So trying things. And I, I think that reinforces I think what we want to help facilitate here in this community, which is learning new ways to, you know, to get things done and learn what has worked in or what didn't work in other organizations, right? As we're testing and learning and building something that is such a net, really a new area, right? You know, and as we think about it, operations, as we're talking to you in marketing operations, but it's also sales ops and even customer success ops as revenue goes across all of those areas, right? Revenue growth or facilitating buying experience. And that's, I think, what, you know, as we think about the OpStar community, we want to make sure that we're facilitating those powerful and interesting conversations together because it's, you know, it's kind of gold as well as, of course, we want to hear from maybe the executives who support you or thought leaders or analysts who are all looking at this area and, you know, getting their insight and perspective. That makes sense. Yeah. And even for this podcast, I think we are going to pick different themes for different um, seasons. 
So this one, because I am passionate about customer and buyer experience, we're going to focus on what is the trends in buying experience? What does it mean to be in ops and support and enable a better buying experience? Because at the end of the day, it's the customers who buy from us. That's where revenue comes from, right? So yeah, we thought that'd be a good theme. But yeah, really building a nice uh, catalog or portfolio that we hope the ops community will come back to, you know, content that has a little bit of a shelf life. So yeah, so I uh, would love to hear a little bit about what's really most important sort of to you to be focusing on sort of maybe in the, in the near term, are there, there are things that you're working on that you would sort of advise others that you think is um, top of mind in, in marketing ops in particular that you'd want to share? Yeah, that's a good question. I think we could spend four podcasts on that, but I think if I were to pick high level, there's a couple areas that I feel are getting a lot of attention, deserve a lot of attention and can sometimes be a little sticky. So like you mentioned, the collaboration with sales ops and rev ops teams, it's really big, but depending on the size of your company, it you might not have that or you might have it and it's huge, but how do you navigate that? How do you cultivate those relationships with those other groups? And I think it's so different at every company that it's worth hearing stories from other people, how they navigate that, because sometimes it's just hard to break through into that. And it's not a bad thing. It's just hard to start that and get it going at a company. So, I mean, even me personally, I would love to hear how other people are bringing that relationship as a cohesive unit instead of it being super siloed. And I think it's hard to keep it from being siloed because it's just the nature of work and people are busy and they're doing their thing. But how do you make it so that at least once a month or once a quarter, you're coming together and kind of working on what's going well, what's not going well, and it doesn't have to be super formal, but keeping that conversation going. So I think that's a topic that's really, really big right now. It probably, it's always big, but definitely I feel like it's more top of mind right now than it ever has been. Do you think that it's happening more in a grassroots in your company, or do you think leadership is also driving those conversations? I do think both. I've definitely been a part of grassroots ground up creating ops. And I also have heard how important it is for leadership. Like you said, revenue at the end of the day, that's that's what we're all here for. So how do we make it easy and how do we work together to get there? And I think the more people realize how big ops is and how it, important it is to support. And like you said, analysts, my goodness, we can do anything without data. So how important that is, how do you all come together and, and drive that? So I think at the end of the day, when we're all looking at revenue, like you said, it's analysts, it's customer journey. Uh, how do we sell to people? How do we not sell to people that mm-hmm. might be just as important? So even if I'm in marketing, that doesn't mean I shouldn't hear about all of the other things that get us to that revenue goal. So it's important for me to hear how the customer journey works. Um, it's important for me to hear how sales ops is working. What are they struggling with? Because we can all help each other. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And you, you said earlier, you're really focused on building out the right kinds of capabilities in the organization, right? And the technology. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing you know, lots of new advances and consolidation in the space. So as you think about building that out for marketing, you know, do you reach out to the larger community? Do you connect with folks internally? Like, Where do you go for some of your sources of input on how to make some of those decisions? Yeah, that's a great question. I do all of the things. <laughs> I like to take in as many opinions as I can because everybody's experience is different. 
So I like to reach out to the Slack groups that are becoming more and more well-known. I will go to Marketo user groups. I go to the Lean Data Expert Hours. I go to any of those things that I can possibly go to because everybody has fixed the problem you're solving. No matter where it's at, somebody has fixed it. So find that person and talk to them. You might not be fixing it in the same way, but if you can hear how somebody else solved it, it gets your wheels turning. And sometimes, at least myself, I get stuck in that, well, I don't know how to even begin. (laughs) So sometimes it really helps to hear how someone has solved it. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, of course, never during the day, in the middle of the night, you will think of how to solve that problem. I love that. The mindset, someone's already solved this. I don't need to to be figuring it out on my own. That's that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's that's a great mindset. And I guess as you engage in these communities and certainly look for inspiration, recommendation, uh, you've said previously, you're very passionate about helping the ops community to develop confidence. Why is this important to you? Oh gosh, probably because I struggled with it for so long. It's not easy to be in operations. It's not easy at all. It's high profile, but it's not, right? If you mess up, everybody knows about it. But if you win, nobody knows about it. And that's a really hard job to have. And I'm not saying that's not true for every profession. It is. But in ops, it's just hard to get that recognition if you... And it's not bad to report into management that doesn't really know ops very well, but how do you speak up and say what I'm doing is good, what I'm doing is important when you can't you can't really show what you've sold, you can't really tie it to revenue numbers. Sometimes you can, and that's it's good to do that. But there are things you do every day that you can't necessarily tie back to anything profound or to a dashboard. So find a way to do that. Find a way to bring those wins to the table. I think that's just really hard for for a lot of people, especially with operations. It's just hard to show that value. So I think that grates on people's confidence because they're just, they're not showing those trophies that other people can more easily show. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Part of why I joined Lean Data, I was at Cisco leading customer experience, customer insights, and the customer insights organization worked in with operations quite a bit because it's data and analysis and trying to come up with prescriptive ways to help the business be proactive or get insights into what's happening in the customer base. So in that role, I really got exposure to a lot of operations professionals and I had not really gotten to know them before. And oh my goodness, what an awesome group of people. So in this role, Lean Data came around. I'm like, I am super passionate about helping ops people. uh, And we're on a mission to help you to grow in your career because I think it's just such a fabulous group of individuals who truly are doing amazing things behind the scenes. I agree with you. So I think your day is here. I think uh, certainly we're going to see much more highlights and recognition for the work that you're doing. And that's what we're here to help enable too. It's exciting. So maybe a couple final questions for you. What advice would you give to someone who's just about to start out in their first operations role? I would say, don't be shy in asking questions. Like you just mentioned, the ops community is amazing. I don't know that I've ever felt bad asking a question, even if the answer comes and and I think about it and that was very obvious, but it wasn't a stupid question. And if, if you have that question, other people have that question. And for me, if someone was asking me questions, that would just help me understand how else to enable somebody and teach somebody and help coach somebody. So ask those questions because it's going to help everybody at the end of the day. And 
take notes. This sounds so obvious, right? Like take notes, but no, take notes. And just, even if you don't have the questions, some things you saw somebody do or some steps somebody took to get somewhere, if you're shadowing them, just write some notes to yourself. And then you can come back at a later date and go back to those. I think sometimes, at least with how much we have going on, we think, oh yeah, I'll remember that. You you won't. I just, I'll tell you right now, you won't remember tomorrow. So write it down and then just uh, be bold. I mean, I again, this all sounds really obvious and cliche, but it's not that easy to be bold when you're in ops without being nervous about it, but just, just be bold. Excellent. I love that. And then the final question, who in the world of operations would you most like to take to lunch? Oh gosh. <laughs> can it be a group lunch? <laughs> can I <take> sure. <laughs> sure. You can pick, pick a few. <laughs> I don't know if I can answer, but there are quite a few people that I feel like I follow because they do a lot of cool things. Sarah Kennedy, who was at Marketo, I follow her a lot. And some of the things she does, she's not necessarily in operations, but she led operations for a while. So I follow her. And then obviously I follow Lean Data a lot and the people that come to the expert hours because they are working, I think because it's so cross-functional and I'm pretty siloed in marketing and I like to go out there and learn what other operations teams are doing in RevOps and sales ops so that I can become a better partner to them. So I follow a lot of those people as well, just because they're so smart and they just think of such creative things. So yeah, I don't even know. I cannot narrow this down. (laughs) Group lunch. (laughs) That's a great answer. Well, uh, thank you, Kimberly. This is a pleasure having you on our very first Opstars podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a great ride. And thank you for everything that Lean Data is doing with the Opstars community. It's been such an honor to be a part of it. And I encourage everybody to just sign up and get involved. Thank you. The Opstars podcast is brought to you by Lean Data. To find out more about us and our suite of Salesforce native products for marketing, sales, and revenue operations, head to leandata.com. And then make sure to search for Opstars in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Make sure to click subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. On behalf of the team here at Opstars and Lean Data, thanks for listening.